Episode number 439. There's a lot to people's connection with their stuff. And how do you disconnect without there being discomfort, right? How do you get them to let go of things that maybe they've been very proud to have accumulated? Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutalenhoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Huff. Folks, I hope you guys are having a great day. Ready to get a little fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, folks, I think you're going to feel a lot better about what you are doing in your life, in your home, in your business, in downsizing and organizing and moving. And, and, and the bottom line is a lot of us are living in chaos. Too much stuff, clutter um uh issues with you know, someone passes and what to do with all this stuff i know that's uh, something my dad has talked to me about with my with my with my his mom my my grandma uh what to do with all this stuff you know you put it all on ebay do you have an estate sale so many questions to be asked and many times part of that is um it's after the fact it's not a matter of you're not doing this with intention with your own good um, uh, part of why I started my, my eBay business was, I was like, I can't keep all these damn autographs. I collected these since I was a kid, thousands of autographs sitting in folders don't mean nothing to me. Take the ones that matter that put, that have my name on them, put them in things, put them on the walls, keep them inspired, but then sell all the rest, put them on eBay. Same thing with all my sports cards. Hey, sell these things, put them on eBay, get it, get, let's just get the opportunity. And then many times. Drop it off at the Goodwill. Drop it off with somebody. Many times now you have other ways to get rid of things. Uh, Facebook groups and so many different ways to, to sell things. Whatnot, which is a live auction site, guys, which I'm a huge uh, supporter of and a fan of, has estate sales. You can go. People are live right now on their live across the world. They're joining your estate sale and they, and they come to you instead of you having to come to them uh, by introducing you to buyers across the world. Bottom line is it's a big problem. And we see shows about it. You see the hoarder show, which is a hilarious show. It's, it's hilarious because people think all this stuff has value, yet it's rotting in front of their house or, or certain situations. But we can't deny the emotional attachments that come to these things. And that's where we come to you, my friend. Before we get into the business, were you always into organizing? Were you always into cleaning, even as a kid? Yeah, I started out babysitting for about 15 families when I was in high school. And uh, they would come home and all the cans in the cupboards would be turned a certain way and all the dishes put away and all the toys put up. And, you know, so I just always, I think, inherently did it. Mm-hmm. that's how I ended up with so many families because, you know, you start doing that and the moms are like, Hey, you got to have this girl. Come on over. You, you get home and not only did she watch your kids, but your whole right. house. Reacted, like, you know, Holy shish. This is awesome. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of word of mouth uh, back in the day for that. And, and it was, it paid off. I, I got paid really well. You know, if you can add those kind of services when you're a kid to your babysitting, people pay you more. Oh yeah. And so I was great. making, yeah. Top totally. dollar. Yeah. <laughs> It makes sense. Now, like, it's hard to get babysitters to come for $20 an hour and they're on their phones and, uh, you know, they don't want to even be, be here, you know. Well, I was making that 30 years ago. So, because I was, I was doubling down, you know, right. I was right. Other skills, so, right. Yeah. The bottom line is, like, like you said, you know, you add on to you, you know, the customer's experience, just like they do at the, the hair place now. It's a, like a, they call it sports clips. It's kind of a guy's 
sports cut they give you a little like a little like tea tree oil and make you feel a little special for a moment adding just a little bit more of that personalized experience to your already because most guys never go to a spa never do a little tea tree oil in the hair etc cetera, etc cetera, right so um it's just it's just fascinating interesting um i think we might be having any issues with zoom Taking me into you when you were a kid, you were always adding yeah. on these services. You were always upgrading, you know, these people's lives. And it's kind of like the same, like I said, about when you go to a haircut. Now the sports clips, they got the upgraded services. They got the, you know, things that guys never did for themselves. Just right there on an add-on, just right there within your time. Two, two seconds longer. And your experience is a lot more fulfilled and also brand loyalty, higher brand loyalty. Um, sure. Let's bring in the fact of people's houses when did that become something that you became interested in because i'm i think it's it's fascinating i think that people are probably have a lot of more um assets than they realize mm -hmm. you know um oh, and sure. and i think that there are there should be a lot of conversation about taking some of these things organizing them giving them away and then selling some of them to get more liquidity or cash back into their lives so they don't have more stuff that's just sitting around, but they have more kind of cash that they can enjoy, take a vacation, do something out, take that, you know, bag that wasn't mean anything to you and cash out. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, yeah. I it's something to it, though, you know. So talk to me about that, Jen, because I was always interested sure. in, in organizing. Uh, when did this become a business for you? When did this become something that you actually turned into a business? Well, it, like I said, I started out with it as part of my original business um, with babysitting. But I think once I graduated college, I, I had corporate jobs for a while. Um, but what, when it really became a business um, was in 2006. So it was after I had done my corporate gigs. I'd moved around the country a little bit. I've seen a few things. I had my daughter and she was five or six years old and they start getting really busy. And I thought, I don't want to be in a corporate situation. Right. I want to be where I have flexibility in my schedule. And I like I really made a list. I sat down and I made a list of all the things I like to do. And that's really what it became. Nice. Um, I just, I thought, you know what, the flexibility, the pay, the ability that I have, you know, God given ability, but also was raised by a mom who, you know, there were always lines in the carpet growing up because it had to be pristine. So I was used to that environment and I was good at creating it for people mm -hmm. and helping them figure out how to create it and maintain it. So that's really where it started. So I went back to, I had moved back to Michigan at the time I'd lived in other States and I came back and I, I reached out to clients that I'd had uh, back in the day that I had worked for. And I said, look, this is what I'm going to start doing full time. And they said, come on over and we'll tell our friends. So, <laughs> nice. so that worked out great for me, gave me the flexibility that I needed, gave me a really great income. Um, and I just kept learning, you know, I'm a perpetual student anyway. So I took additional psychology classes, all kinds of things, because as you mentioned, there's a lot to uh, people's connection with their stuff. And how do you, how do you disconnect without there being discomfort right? How do you get them to let go of things that maybe they've been very proud to have accumulated, right? The whole right. mindset in the United States is whoever dies with the most toys wins, right? So, <laughs> so it's, so it's uh, how do you break that a little bit as people are maybe aging and going into smaller spaces or even making the choice because now we have minimalism and essentialism and all these books that have come out, you know, Joshua Becker's book, Becoming Minimalist, The Minimalist Podcast, all these other groups that are really talking to people about having less. So the mindset is shifting in addition to people aging out. So there's a lot of, a lot of that trajectory, right? Heading into having fewer things and making more memories, um, taking that and, and using your liquidity to do other things. 
So, so that's really what it's grown to. And so over the course of that time, I documented a lot of things that I learned. I actually, as you mentioned the show Hoarders earlier, I'd been on that show. Wow. Uh, I did that show in 2011. Wow. That's um, awesome. Yes. yes. So I've, I've worked with hoarders. I've worked the gamut really of any sort of home situation, whether it's downsizing, moving relocation and worked with the military to move people. They're the most fun to move because let me tell you, those guys are organized. Oh, I bet. They organize to mobilize. You know, they they are ready to move to their next destination and they have it all mapped. So it's real fun to do those. Um, but you name it, I've seen it. So it's uh it's been a real, you know, learning experience. But what it's distilled down to in collecting all of that up is I wrote a book this last year. I started it during COVID and it's it's just finishing with the editors now, finally. Let's go. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's so awesome. Yeah, it's really neat. It's kind of tales from the front, right? The different stories and things I've encountered, but also like the moral of the story is and what does it mean to you kind of thing. So it's a little bit of a story and a little bit of workbook and kind of doing some work for yourself too, as you go through it. So I kind of built it that way to help people um, just see some real concrete, you know, real life examples so that they're not just operating in a vacuum of someone saying you should do it this way right. because it's, it's a little bit different for everybody. Getting organized is, is very different and everybody's perspective is different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people yeah. want it alphabetically organized and some mm-hmm. people just want it just that they're, they're sitting there. <laughs> well, and there's a, there's a lot of, you know, with social media now, there's a lot of people that think that if you put everything into a plastic container with a label on it, that means you're organized. It doesn't right. Matter yeah. That yeah. Stuff you have. And, you know, I think that's a big mistake. Um, personally, I, I can be controversial that way, but I really, I think that reducing what you have before you go buying containers to put it in is just totally. the number one thing. Totally. Um, That's the number one play. Just like, if it yeah. doesn't like that one, what was that lady? Uh, what that she, Oh, Marie Kondo. Yeah. yeah, she yeah says like, if it doesn't bring you joy. Right. Yeah. Like if you don't touch this thing or if you haven't like play with it for a year or like mm-hmm. whatever, like if it's not relevant, just, just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. She's terrific. But she even admitted as she had more children, she didn't have time to keep up with what she was telling people. Oh, I can only imagine. Kids are, kids are crazy. I mean, it's it's It's, wildness. It's wildness. It's totally different developmentally with your children to see what you can have them help with and to try to move the task to them as opposed to being the parent doing it all. Right. Cause we have so many parents that try to do that and they're exhausted and there's a way to, you know, uh, start to take those tasks at very young ages and teach them to your children and impart them and get them to do them habitually so that like when they leave for college, they're not that roommate, right? <laughs> like right. nobody wants no that one, roommate. No one to live with. <laughs> right. Exactly. They can't keep always their cleaning up and always missing, you know, always having to clean up for the person. They're always yeah. needing I something. Mean, they're cluttering. My daughter had one in college her freshman year that didn't take the garbage out the entire school year. Like oh had never That's learned rough. a basic skill. And it's, it's, it's frustrating to see it. Someone in my, my line of work, I at one point wrote a course called um, real life one oh one, And we were teaching it at Delaware Valley college back in uh, Philadelphia area. Um, one of the psychology profs and I wrote it and we were working with the, the kids who were going to be graduating college to say, this is how you set yourself up for success in your life. Right. When you come out of here, it's not going to be a dorm room anymore. It's going to be an apartment. It's going to be a house. You're going to have a car. You're going to have, mm. you know, to apply for jobs. So, so I've really, um, really worked to take a lot of those just basic skills, distill them down and put them into the book. But that's, yeah, there's, 
There's and you also have an app too. I was looking at. Yeah, the app is. Oh my gosh, we love bigger. It. It's a new app, guys, that allows yeah. you guys to match services between downsizers and those to help assist them, and also local charities where you guys can help uh, give, or you know, they can help you kind of. Um, you know, you guys can help give these items to help serve the community, you know, so yes. you don't feel like it just goes in the garbage. A lot of times the worst people's worst failures that the value that they have just goes to zero, gets thrown in the garbage. Uh, and sometimes some things need to go in the garbage. Let's be real. I was looking at your oh, yeah. your, your list here of uh, of goodies, uh, guys, 100 lists of things, the old product boxes. Those can all go in the garbage. It drink, uh, hangers from dry cleaners. Those can go in the garbage. Old plastic hangers you're not uh, using from stores. You, you can throw those away. Expired makeup. Throw that away, guys. Half-finished products. Toss yeah. those. Old magazines. Boom. That's only six things. And if everyone did that today, your house would be a little bit more organized. Yeah, there's some very simple things you can do. That's my little, yeah, my quick like and low hanging fruit, modern. like low hanging fruit that you don't yeah. feel bad about. Low hanging fruit, yeah, yeah. You're just like, all right, cool. Expired makeup, no. toss it. Just get rid of this shit. You know, no one cares about it. I mean, it's it's not good. Yeah, for and a lot of the cares. um, well, yeah, and a lot of the companies like Mac takes back their cosmetic containers. Right. right. Um, you know, Aveda I think does as well. There are a number of them, but you know, you can be conscious of that. You can you can do it in a sustainable way. Even with the hangers, you can take them to metal waste at your local recycling center. You can take them back. Some of the dry cleaners, dry cleaners will take them back and reuse them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have the time and you really want to do it sustainably, you can. Right. But if, if not, at least get it out because they're you know, hanging onto it's not serving you and it's really just draining energy. Everything you have in your house is I, I describe it like being a puppet to it because you have strings attached to it. You have to store it, clean it, right. um, you know, you can, yeah. dispose of it at some point, whatever, but move it around the house 10 times before you're finished with it. So as some people do, True, but yeah. And even seasonally, you know, you're taking it out, you're putting it back, you're right. buying it, store it. There's all kinds of strings attached to every single thing you purchase. So it's a matter of thinking about that before you make the purchase. Like, do I really want the inconvenience of this? Um, you know, and, and is it worth it to me? And then in addition, when I dispose of this, what am I going to do with it? And it's good to think of those things up front because obviously, you know, you think, okay, will I sell this or will I give it away? But it's nice to know the path, right? Where it's going to take. Yeah. Make some um, piles, make make three piles, guys. One pile sell, one pile yep. giveaway, one pile mm-hmm. garbage. I mean, that's my simplest one I've ever done. Yeah. 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 A, it can be that simple. a million, a million different other strategies, but Hey, but there's some things you guys need to sell because a lot of people in America or worldwide need money. There's a lot of oh, cash. Yeah. Bills are going up. Things cost more. Uh, they say the average, you know, family four hundred dollars uh, is what they have in there is what they have extra uh, beyond their bills. Hey, yeah, need, right now, yeah, yeah, with the inflation rate, sure. You need to look around and maybe have four hundred dollars just sitting there in something mm-hmm. you've never used. Add that back to your savings or invest it or whatever. Bottom line is. Yeah. It will make you feel better, but also you will capture back some of that sale. So uh, mm-hmm. I always think that too for everyone, because obviously I think there's a lot of money of just sitting people's stuff. They don't even do anything with it and then they can actually enjoy it. Um, yeah, I can. love this. I absolutely love this. I, the topic, I think it's fascinating. And, and I would, everybody, please go to her w- website, cleansweepingconsulting.net and check out her 100 things you can clear right now on our download PDF. I'm going to put the show notes for it, but also I, I just, I'm looking through it right now. It's very, very useful guys. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. I'm going to give it to my dad and my, my aunt and uncle for when they're, when they're talking about my grandma. So they yeah, can, for start, sure. start with the low hanging fruit. She won't feel bad about it. And then we'll, the, half the house will be clean before, you know, get through page one. Um, uh, especially like bills and old paperwork. No one needs that stuff. It's all online. Throw it out. Let's go. Yeah. Let and it. now, 
The thing that helps with papers too is there's a lot of really simple scanning apps. So you can right. have like on your iPhone, Absolutely. you can take pictures of things and Absolutely. drop new folders right from there. And you can get rid of a lot of the paper clutter that you have. I mean, I do it with a lot of my clients because they accumulate things. And some of them do like to keep a couple things in a folder, Absolutely. you know, not to say that you shouldn't or certain can't. But important statements or certain yeah. important things. Absolutely. You can reduce it down tremendously though. To a file folder from boxes, guys. Let's get rid of the boxes and like old bill, old PGE bills. Those we don't need those anymore. No. Whatever it is, it's an old bill. Definitely toss that to start. But now, yeah. my friend, we're about to take you into our top ten. Are you ready? Sure. Apple or Android? Oh, I can't. I can't do that right now. My app is launching on both. She's <laughs> going on both, guys. Uh, Netflix <laughs> or YouTube? If you're thinking about content. Oh wow! I love YouTube. YouTube. YouTube's so good because you can just learn so much stuff. You can Yeah, I'm an edu- education junkie. So I, I learn a lot more there, I think. Fascinating conversations on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram or Facebook for social? I use both, but I like Instagram Reels a lot. IG Reels to the moon. Uh, mm-hmm. Chicken or steak if you're thinking about a good meal or vegetarian, yeah. depending on the, on the vibe. <laughs> oh, uh, steak. Let's go steak. Less <laughs> meat and potatoes. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, laptop or a smartphone for technology? Oh, golly. Um, when I'm working, my laptop, but I live on my phone. So phone. Every, yes. The phones yeah. are just every day. They're getting better. <laughs> every yeah, day they are. Better. I can do most things from there. Taking over everything. Uh, Spotify or Pandora for music? Oh, wow. Um, have both. Use my Pandora more, actually. Interesting. Nice. The radio feature, kind of the randomness of it, maybe. The curated yeah. stations. They do a yeah. good job at that, too. Movies or video games? Movies. Movies. Reading books or listening to books? Reading books. I love hardcover books. Get the book. Yeah. Do you ever mark them up or do you do you, do you uh, ever? I do. Nice. Mark them I up. I do. I use a particular method for that, too, which I could talk okay. about. Yeah. Mark it all the way up, folks. Uh, stocks or real estate if you're thinking about investing? Mm, real estate. Real estate. Uh, oceans or lakes? If you're thinking about vacation, lakes, lakes. What lake would you go to right now if you could go on vacation? Michigan, Lake Michigan, or Michigan. Yeah. And if you guys had not been to Lake Michigan, you feel like you are at an ocean. Just so yes. you guys know, and it says not. There's waves, baby. There's waves. Um, when yes. you're waking up in your day, Jen, you're getting yourself ready, pumped, energized to organize, uh, change the world with the app, with the book. You're doing so many things, which are awesome for the world, helping them declutter, helping them uh, release this energy. I think in many ways, um, obviously you're doing many goods, but but like I said, I think there's so much assets that people have that they can get some liquidity on, and then all of a sudden they got some cash to do other cool things with, and they need this. They need this motivation sometimes. So uh, I appreciate you and what you do for the world. Uh, when you're waking up for your day, why do you love being you? Why do I love being me? Uh, well, because I have a very particular mission, obviously, and that is to help people get clear on what their mission is, right? Mm. So um, as I'm helping people get rid of their extra stuff, and a lot of times I am benefiting charities, benefiting people who are really in need. Right. So I mean, it motivates me. It's it's a huge oh, wow. motivating factor, which with the app, I've tried to share with people because the app is in particular for downsizers who want to benefit charities. And it shows them how they can. And we're going to have a heck of a lot of fun with it. Not to mention, we're going to be giving a lot of money to charities as well. So uh, we're really excited about that. That wakes me up every morning because that's an everyday thing for me. So That's incredible, like a incredible connection, helping people yeah. that want to downsize with the charities that can help them. That's that's yeah. just, that's a, a plus. A yeah. plus. 
on that connection right there. Um, do you think you'll ever retire from entrepreneurship, from downsizing, from helping people, uh, being a creator and innovator? Oh, absolutely not. And then we have other businesses too. So we, the, let's go. We're not these, I will be working hard, at the other ones. It's hard so. to stop, right? It's hard to stop as an entrepreneur. We're serial entrepreneurs in this house. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we, we eat cereal that's entrepreneurial, folks. Yes, uh, we do. can't stop eating that cereal. That means that she's probably going to create another business in a year or two. And we're going to be feasting at that. Um, And that's just how it is. That's just how, that's just how the vibe is. And honestly, that's the truthfully, the best part of uh, entrepreneurship is that you can have that flexibility and ability to create something new. And And the creativity. Right. And the time and ability to then do it. And then the time and flexibility to not be stuck at a 40 hour work week job. You can enjoy your family like you did from the beginning. You know, like there's so many amazing things. And I think more and more people are seeing that now, you know, you can, you can yeah. enjoy your life. You can still work your 40 hours, but you can work them how you want. And um, yeah. you might be working at nights and early mornings and whatever, but you get to enjoy your life more with the kids, with the family, the things you'll never be able to take back in your last days of, of life and say, oh, I wish I worked more. Uh, you're going to wish you would spend more time with your kids, your loved yeah. ones, you know, your people. Well, that- for sure. Or at least leave them a legacy that involves helping people, right? right. And building community and creating. Right love of life for people who are maybe getting older and might be a little bit sad about, you know, releasing their possessions, but now they have something good to do with them. They're, they're benefiting someone who needs it, who's coming up behind them. And that's kind of a pay it forward mentality, you know, and, and I think it's important. And so I think leaving that legacy is really key. And, and also having the boundaries around your time when you're an entrepreneur, because you can work a hundred hours a week if you want to, but you have to make, you know, choices that work for you and choices that work for your team and make sure that, you know, everybody's getting what they need while you still get rest. And you still get, you know, to enjoy time. Like you said, it's really important. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the flexibility to be able to go from a hundred hours and in one week you're working 10 hours or whatever it is. And then yeah, go on a trip 40 and then you're back to, uh, you know, it's just such an incredible, incredible world we live in. Is there a skill you're trying to master right now or get better at? Oh, a skill I'm trying to master right now is learning. You know, I've had to go from zero to a hundred on learning about how apps are built, <laughs> which oh, there's no, a lot yeah, I that, that I didn't know. I didn't know. So, right. um, so I've really learned a lot this year on that. I'm really drinking from a fire hose, but, um, and then, you know, of course, um, with launching it, there's a lot of new technology that I also need to implement to launch it, to be able to communicate with people and all of that. So, um, over the course of years, I dabbled in this and that, and now I'm becoming an expert in many, many of these things, you know? So, so that's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm kind of a techie nerd girl anyway. So I, I really do enjoy it. Yeah. The fact that you can launch an app in this world is incredible. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to launch an app. I'm going to get it built and I'm going to launch it. Yeah. Man. I got some really good coaching during COVID because I didn't like sitting still. I'm used to, you know, being up and being at clients every day and out the door. And I couldn't be uh, on many days, although I did right. work a bit during COVID um, because a lot of my older adults needed me to come. Um, but because uh, they wouldn't let their families into their assisted livings, but they would let workers in so I could go, which was really strange. But um, so I did work quite a lot during COVID, but I also, during my sitting still time, I got some really good advice. So that was super helpful. And it allowed me to architect the whole thing while I had, you know, my brain that's usually running at a million miles an hour, I could sit and do that. So mm. uh, it really, it really was beneficial. 
COVID was a good thing for me. I mean, in terms of the the, the shutdown, because it enabled right. me to sit and really think about how do I take what I do one to one with people and make it a one to many model. What's next? Yeah. What's next yeah. with this? What's ne- how do I really like blow it out of the water? Like like get it everywhere and replicate and get it in everybody's minds. It's yeah. almost impossible to replicate yourself, right? Like I mean, yeah. today we can't replicate yourself, but now you can somewhat replicate the process of what you're doing with people. Yeah. At scale, facilitate the charities it's going to go to. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you could do this with food too, this would be a huge. Problem. Oh, it, we're we're going to. It's, yeah, because it's, food like, is like a, they say, like forty percent of the food, people are throwing their food away, and it's like, yeah, dude, this is crazy. You guys are spending two hundred bucks at the grocery store and throwing um, seventy dollars away. Well, <laughs> what, or, or or just or imagine. Like imagine if you're Panera Bread at the end of a day, and right? And you have you to have all this extra, and you right. can go on the app and say, "Oh, look who has their flag on for bread today." There's this charity, this charity, so this awesome. charity. They can that literally go deliver one. it. That would be huge. Yeah, I always thought that That's would be a big doing. one because it's a it's a more liquid one, but it's actually bigger. It's actually way bigger because it's, it's it's way bigger. Yeah. yeah, and it'll be part of this as well. We're and grocery stores too because I know someone that works in the grocery industry. They have yep. to throw away all their meat mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like just incinerate it. Just yeah. And hundreds of thousands of dollars of meat just thrown away. Yeah. And, and so I'm they're really going to raise your, they're going to raise your costs mm-hmm. to do that. But the whole point is if you could figure out a way to give it, then more people, less people will be hungry. Exactly. You know I mean, let's go. Yeah. It's all in there. It's all, all coming. the plan. Huh? I can see, I can already see it. You, you got the vibe. Let's go. Yeah. So, yeah. So tell me this, um, where would be the best place for us to send people to talk to lock, to learn more about the app? I think it's lovebigger.com. Is that correct? Yes. It's at lovebigger.com. It'll be available um, very shortly on the app store. We're starting in Michigan, although it'll be accessible. People can download. And then as soon as we're available in your area, you get a little notice that pops up. Right. Um, but we're doing, um, Love Bigger on the App Store, on Google Play Store, and then lovebigger.com is the website, which will have a fully functional embedded app in it as well. So people can work from their iPads and other devices that way. And then also for the cleaning business, if someone yeah, is clean interested sweep in consulting. That, yeah, that's- cleansweepconsulting.net. And yes. uh, mm-hmm. you have all sorts of awesome services, like I said, home organizing, moving services, and downsizing. But You've taken this business and taken it way to the next level with this love bigger. I absolutely love this idea. This is incredible. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the food one, if you could figure that one out too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're talking game changer, my girl. Let's go. I know. I know. A couple of the charities have been really excited. They're like, wow, some people spent their COVID vacation cleaning out their closets and you spend it changing our industry. Awesome. That is that's, cool. That is what I'm going. Not for. everybody's doing that. So that will, that's something that definitely yeah. makes you unique in this world. And I very much yeah. thank you for that. Thank you so much for changing the world in your yeah. life and your way, using that time that we were all locked down to, to give back to, and now, yeah. like I said, people can do at scale. And if you, uh, yeah. w- once a laps launch, it'll be uh, Detroit, Michigan. Before you know it, it'll be your States available soon. Oh yeah. Uh, so I appreciate you. I thank you so much for your time today. And, mm-hmm. uh, folks, you've been hanging out with Jennifer Hurt and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time and let's keep being real. What's another epic episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the b-roll show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today do you want to get featured on 
podcast, guys, you can be a guest. And that's right. You have a story. And the people, uh, the good folks at I Love Podcasts, that's I-L-U-V podcast.com, do that every single day. This is a new company guys in the space of podcast agency and they realize a lot of the people in the the space are just it's just a commodity and it does, they don't care and these folks care and i literally love candy and the team at i love podcast and they are doing it right for their customers so you guys can be a guest on a show i love podcast.com that's i l u v podcast.com let's go